Thanks for listening to our Faith Church podcast. Let's listen to today's message. Well, this morning I am not going to preach long. I am going to uh, exhort for a few minutes, but we have a lot going on this week. I'm excited about Brother Ted. How many are excited about Brother Shuttlesworth coming? Thank you. I'm excited about him coming too, and I know that it'll be a great week and a half, two weeks of ministry. If you've never seen this great man of God, he truly is uh, one of a kind. He's, he's a true man of God, a true humble servant of the Lord, and uh, I, I've been waiting. Uh, I love God and God to move. I love watching God move amongst the people of God, amongst a community, amongst a city. And I want to say thank you to all of you who've been praying on the prayer wall. How many of you have been praying and believing God and fasting and asking God? And, and I'm grateful. Continue to pray. I want to ask those that are praying, those who are intercessors, continue to pray through these next few weeks. I don't know about you, but I, it feels like we've been in this big fight, doesn't it? It just feels like, I don't know if what's going on in your home or what's going on in your work or what's going on in your, but it feels like we've been in a big fight that's been going on, that's this supernatural fight that's been just coming one against another. And it feels like these big titans are, and we're dealing in the spirit realm. And so we, we are fighting principalities, we're fighting powers. If you're experiencing, you know, that just that anxiety, that those things that are trying to attack your home, understand the enemy is not happy about what's going on in the church. The enemy's not happy about what's coming up over the next few weeks. Uh, when Brother Ted was here last year, we had over 120 people saved. And so the enemy knows that there's people that are going to be saved. There's people that are going to be healed. There's people that are going to be delivered. And I can feel just the intensity that's been intense in my home, in my life. There's been intensity that, that has just been higher levels going on in the church. I can feel a lot of your intense uh, the things that the enemy's really trying to do. And I really feel like we're at a war and we need to pray. I know we don't have prayer meeting tomorrow night, so I'm going to exhort for a few minutes, and then we're going to pray. Is that all right? I really feel like we need to pray and set this week up for God to move. We need to set our expectation on God. Set our expectation that God is going to do something big. God is going to do something great. And that might mean that I have to fast some more. You know, one of the things I would encourage you to fast is social media. And fast the news. I, I, I hardly ever go on any of it um, because I'm just so, uh, it's, it's just the intensity of the spirit realm. Sometimes you can be really happy and then you turn on the news and you're, now you're upset or you're mad or you're sad or whatever it is. And I don't like the news or the social media controlling my spirit. I like the Lord controlling my spirit. And so sometimes you got to say, where did that come from? Why am I upset? Why am I... And you've got to discern what's going on because we are under attack. And I really believe these next two weeks are pivotal. And I want to set up kind of the, the mindset of these next two weeks because I think it's important. As I talked to Brother Shuttlesworth a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago, he said the Lord really spoke to him that there's some prophetic words he's supposed to release out of Rochester for the nations. And that, so it, it gives me some insight as to why this has been so contentious. Because the enemy doesn't want those words released. And there's words that God is giving him, that God is putting in his spirit. He is absolutely a prophet to the nations.
And so he, when he speaks, there is a weightiness to his words. And so I know as he comes in, he may say some things that none of us would have ever thought of, none of us would ever have realized, but I want you to open up your spirit to receive the word of the Lord. The enemy may try to keep you distracted or try to, try to get you focused on this or that, but open up your spirit. There is a word for you. There is a word for your home. There is a word for your healing. There is a word for your children. There is a word for your marriage. There is a word for you that God wants to release into your spirit over these next two weeks. And I would be here as many services as possible, and I'd bring as many people. If there's people you know that aren't saved, bring them into the house of God. And so I want us to jump over to Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4, it's the only scripture I think I'm going to read, at least it was in the first service. And so um, Acts chapter 4, and I'm going to go to verse 25, because I really feel this is what is going on in the spirit realm. Um, Coming into this passage, there was a great move of God that was taking place, yet there was great persecution that was also uh, amping up. And it was starting to come against the, the apostles and come against the, the leaders there. And here, starting verse 25, it says, You spoke long ago by the Holy Spirit through our ancestor David, your servant, saying, Why were the nations so angry? Why did they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepared for battle. The rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. In fact, this has happened here in this very city. For Herod Antipas, Pontius Pilate, the governor, the Gentiles, and the people of Israel were all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. But everything they did was determined beforehand according to your will. And now, O Lord, hear their threats and give us your servants great boldness in preaching your word. Let me stop there for a minute. It starts in verse 25 and it says, why do the nations rage? There are principalities and, and supernatural. If You can see it even in the natural. But what happens in the natural many times is a result of what is going on in the supernatural. What is going on in the spiritual realms between God and the devil, the, the angels and the demons. The Bible says we, we war against principalities and powers. And it says the nations are raging. It doesn't take much to look around to see the nations are raging. Even in the natural, you can see the nations are raging. There is stuff going around almost every continent. Things are taking place where the nations are enraged. The people are enraged. The governments are enraged. There's just so much going on, so much contention, so much that is being attacked that I believe God wants to set the church up for this time. The battle that is coming right now, that is here in America, the battle that's going on, I believe God wants to set the church up to be able to respond to that battle. Notice what he says in verse 29. He says, Hear, O Lord, our, their threats, and give us your servants great boldness in preaching your word. One of the things I'm asking the Lord for is to give the body of Christ great boldness. 
I believe this is the time we are not to run, we are not to hide, but great boldness needs to come out of our spirit. This is the time when we need to start preaching the gospel more, not less. We need to start shining our light more, not less. The nations are enraged, the people are enraged. You don't even have to leave the city of Rochester to see the people are enraged. There is such a rage going on and the spirit realms. Families are enraged. Couples are enraged. Children are enraged. Parents are enraged. Just the rage, the anger, the anxiety, the fear, the torment, the things that are going on. And we need the boldness of the Lord. We need the boldness of God to arise within us. The last thing I need is another word from the world. I don't need another word from the world. I need a word from God. I need a word from God that's going to break the yoke of bondage that the enemy is trying to enslave the church in. God wants to set captives free. God wants to set homes free. God wants to set marriages free, children free, your finances free. God is not nervous about what's going on, but God wants to be God. And he wants to be seen as God. He wants to be honored as God. He doesn't want to be second, third, or fourth. He wants to be first. And there has to come, if God is going to be, you know, people right now, I, I, you know, I've lived on this earth now this week, 56 years. And in, in 56 years of my life, I have never seen the enragement that I've seen today. The enragement for the nation, the enragement in the city. Yes, I've seen pockets of time where it's popped for a year or it's done some of these things. You can go back to the 60s. You can go into the 90s. You can go into some different times where some things were popping. But the rage that is not only in our nation, but it's in our world, that is against the things of God. They, they, what's underlying this is that the enemy is trying to get people to divide against people. And you and I do not need to be divided. You and I do not need to be against each other. The enemy wants to separate each, us from each other. He wants to find lines of separation. This is nothing new. You look in the church and you see the enemy has always used different ways to separate people in the church. This is another way the enemy is trying to separate people. But we have to have a resolve within us that we are going to live in a spirit of unity. We're going to live in a spirit of love. We're going to be live in a spirit of encouragement. We're going to live in a spirit of blessing, not cursing. We're going to live in a spirit of boldness, not weakness. We are not, I'm not here to be bold for the world's programs. I'm here to be bold for the kingdom of God. God is on the move and God is doing something big and there has to come a boldness within us for the kingdom of God. I watch more and more people becoming bold. All you have to do is go on Twitter to realize how bold everybody is. Twitter is like the bold ground zero of crazy and it's just full of people that are just saying anything they want to say. And uh, I really believe the body of Christ needs to get to the point where they are bolder than anybody else. Not bolder and mean, bolder in love, bolder in joy, bolder with encouragement. We have to shift because we are at fight. These, this warfare is deep, and we're going to pray about this. But I want to keep going because beyond the boldness, I believe the second thing here is, he says in verse 30, now stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of the Holy Servant Jesus. I believe that's the second thing we need to pray for. First thing is boldness. The second thing 
is that God's healing power, God's healing power will begin to manifest in great and mighty ways. The, the world tries to figure out healing. The only one who knows healing is Jesus Christ. He is the healer. And so we need greater healings, greater miracles, greater signs, greater wonders, where people walk away and go, that was God. That was a miracle. We need to see greater signs, wonders, and miracles. And the honest truth is, when, when a man of God like Brother Shuttlesworth comes in, it fuels me. It fuels me because I don't want healings and miracles to be centered around one or two people in this world. The body of Christ, Jesus spoke to the body of Christ. He spoke, you look at the end of Matthew, you look at the end of Mark, and you look at the end of these Gospels, and he would say, go into all the world and do these things. Preach the Gospel, cast out devils, lay your hands on the sick and see them recover. You know, there's things that he spoke that we are supposed to be doing as the baseline body of Christ. But I think we have let it be for a few people that can get on the platform and they do it. But when Brother Ted comes in, don't, let, don't sit there to just receive for yourself your healing, your miracle, your word. Sit there and receive the anointing to do what he does. The anointing to proclaim like he proclaims. Receive the impartation. Every spiritual gift, and I learned this years ago, Every spiritual gift is received through a seed. And the seed comes from somebody already operating in that ministry. And so you have to seed that, those gifts into your spirit. So when you're receiving these next two weeks, receive the seeds that are coming down out of his ministry into your life. And receive those seeds and say, Lord, grow those seeds. Let faith. I, I love Hebrews. It says mixing your, the word of God with faith. When you mix the word of God with faith, it'll profit you. If you don't mix the word, like he could speak a word, but if you don't mix it and say, oh, I don't know if I believe that, you lose the word. It doesn't profit you. And I believe as we allow that word to be mixed with faith, Lord, I receive that for myself, but I receive the gifts of the spirit. The, the world is gonna need more of the gifts of the spirit than ever before. We are going to need people who operate in spiritual gifts. And I'm here to declare today, this is the body of Christ. This is who we're called to be. This is who Jesus envisioned when he said, whatever you bind will be bound. Whatever you loose will be loosed. This is what he envisioned. He said, greater works will you do. How many, in all honesty, you want to do greater works? You want to do more of the things of God? Why not? Why wouldn't you want to do greater works? Why can't God use you? And the reason is this. The reason God can't use us is we're too full of the world. And we have to let go of the world's thinking. He says his thoughts are not our thoughts. We have to take on his thoughts. We have to let go of the world's thinking. We have to let go of the world's fears. We have to let go of the world's anxieties, the world's torments. We have to get rid of that. If we're going to operate in a spirit of faith. That's the second thing. The third thing. He says after this prayer. The meeting placed shook. And all were filled. Verse 31. With the Holy Spirit. And they preached the word of God with boldness. And all believers were united in heart and mind. I really believe. The third thing here is this. 
that God wants to shake this place. He wants to shake a lot of places. This is one of them. He wants to shake his place with the Holy Spirit. He wants to shake this place with the power of God. I want to see things I've never seen before. I want to experience the power of God in ways I've never experienced before. I want to see God do more than he's ever done before. My expectation is really high. My expectation, I'm believing God is going to cause things to just change in our lives. Healings and miracles that have been unattainable to today are all of a sudden going to be attainable. Things that have been seemingly impossible. God can do the impossible. God can heal the impossible. God can raise up the impossible. He can do it. But we have to believe it by faith. And we have to pray for it. Part of it, this is why we fast and pray. Because if we don't fast and pray, the power of God isn't released to us in a greater way. And fasting and prayer, really, it deals with our unbelief. It deals with our doubt. It deals with our fears. It deals with our unbelief. Because what we all struggle with is unbelief. And God wants to strengthen us to be able to walk in the gifts of the Spirit and give us the Word of God and be able to shake this place. You imagine if a quarter of this church or half of this church or even the whole church got so full of God and so full of the gifts of the Spirit, it would honestly change this city. It would change this. And it would change churches in this city. And God wants to do that. The last thing is this, and then we're going to pray. The apostles, so the, all the believers, verse 32, united in heart and mind, and they felt that they were, what they owned was not their own, so they shared everything they had. The apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great blessing was upon them all. And there were no needy people among them, because those who owned lands or houses would sell them and bring the money to the apostles to give to those in need. I'm here to declare, I know a lot of what's going on in the world, but I'm here to declare that there's not going to be any needy people in our church. Everyone's needs will be supplied. I know some of you are on the, on the edge with everything going on with your jobs and that, but I'm declaring you will not lose your job. And if you do lose your job, God's got a better job. And he will provide supernaturally for you. God will open it up. God is not poor. God has more than enough. And I, like the book of Acts here, we talk about that everything you need is already in the house. Everything you need. You might even have a business that hires some people that lose their job. Say, Pastor, I got four openings. I got three openings. I got people that I could hire. And I believe everything that is needed will be provided for. We will see God do signs, wonders, and miracles. God wants to do miracles today. Thanks again for listening to our Faith Church podcast. We are so glad you chose to listen to this message. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to receive notifications when we release new content. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Faith Church Rock to find out more information about what is currently happening at Faith Church.